0: started i think <laughs> yep. and we're back
1: soji hi everybody boys are back in town letty lads back on the scene to cover a brand new season didn't start great we'll get to that today i've got the man the myth the legend my boy jim what's happening mate and i thought you were gonna got... introduce
2: howard Hocking for a second there i was getting excited
1: no i ain't got that reach yet soon <laughs> uh, and we've also got Richard.
0: I thought you were going to introduce me when I heard the legend. I thought it might be the A-Lads champion that was getting introduced first. But you know, no Classic respect. Classic bait and switch. Classic bait to, and switch. I've come to expect it. That was Pulled so last world. season.
2: Yeah, this Pulled is like the... a Liverpool fan living in the past, mate. Come
1: on. Pulled the old Kansas City shuffle on you, pal. <laughs> well, welcome back, guys. It's been a. We've done a couple of pods. But it's been a while since we had actually something to talk about instead of just bullshitting
2: our way through 40 <laughs> minutes of shite. Uh, how does it feel to be back in the saddle? We'll see how this goes. It's, uh, it's not the most exciting of uh, matches to review, but there's, there's still plenty going on, isn't there? Well, there is. There is.
1: Uh, and welcome back to our three listers, maybe three being optimistic. Um, I might as well mention it. Uh, I don't know if you still can, but we do have a, a, a fantasy league going on the Premier League app. Just go to the Twitter and you can join that if you want. I don't know if you can join late. Uh, I rarely do it and I'm already... I think busy. you can. But well, I think there you, yourself, go. You,
2: just, you just lose.
0: So, you so you'd be on the same amount of points as Cameron if you join.
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> I've got like 40 odd points, I think. Um, but I am already thinking of sacking it off. So if you do beat me, that's why. <laughs> Right, Um, we might as well just get into it. So we got we got a a packed schedule for you today. We're going to talk about the Spurs game, uh, then we can take a break and do a mystery game.
0: Oh my god,
2: we got jingle.
1: We I don't know Richard will put it in now if we do, Uh, and if not, then I'm just going to carry on talking. Uh, And then in part three, uh, we got going to talk about the Norwich game very, very briefly. Um, But we'll start, as we always do, with a review of the last game. I think we'll begin with we we had a a man behind the lines again uh, in in foreign territory, uh, standing with the Spurs fans. So I think I'll ask you the most. We'll start with the positives, I think. And we'll ask you a positive question, Richard. Um, What was
0: the spread like? Oh, crikey, positives, eh? the food was actually pretty good they had this nice little uh, mustard mash thing going on with pie okay. that they served uh with kale the the kale I'm not a big fan I've never had that before I'm not a big fan I am a bit of a hipster but not quite that much so the food was decent the drinks were flowing they've got uh, beaver town on tap they've got one of their own beaver town drinks there called uh, one of our own <laughs> which I think <laughs> that might be a That might be out of date within the next couple of weeks. We'll wait and see. But I was trying trying to squeeze
2: a Kane joke in there somewhere. I was going to say um, Harry Kale, but that was pretty bad. And then when you said (laughs) one of our own, I thought, oh, he's gearing me up here. Still beat me to it. Well, let's save you off off that. I was like, (laughs) is
1: there? There isn't. But is there any reason to be happy that Kane wasn't involved at all on Saturday? Do you think that's a good sign? Sunday, rather.
2: Yeah, I think so. Um, I think the fact that Nuno was dodging questions about where he was, the fact that Kane wasn't participating at all, uh, have you seen the bit where his head's been photoshopped onto Ben Davies' body for the the squad pictures? Everything's just pointing towards, you know, that something's not right there with him. If you know, obviously we know what it is, but if we didn't, we, you could still look at those things in isolation and see that something's going wrong with
0: Harry and Spurs. I think you'd have to be pretty naive if you thought that Kane was going to start or be on the bench or in the stadium or anything. I think all the signs were pointing to the idea that they were going to blame it on isolation or match fitness or anything to basically just say that, look, he's monged out again. <laughs> he took too many pills last night. He's just not fit. Um he, there's only really as a city fan. There's only one way to take that, and that's that things are going to start happening within the next week or so. Expect to be getting a room booked out at the Lowry any day now, lads. <laughs> Get tracking them <laughs> planes. Uh,
1: right, let, without going into any specifics, because we will dive deeper. How did you feel about the game by the end? Like, what, what did, is it? Is it same old City going to Spurs? Is it a case to be concerned? Is it now fine? We're starting off a bit slow. What do you think?
0: It's kind of all of those things, right? Like, we okay, were cool. <laughs> in the build up to the game, we were kind of expecting this to be we don't have all the lads back, match fit from the Euros. De Bruyne is injured or like half injured or not match fit or whatever. Bernardo wants to leave. Uh, Foden's injured we knew we'd be kind of playing a bit of the B squad and then some of the A team, we didn't know whether we'd see Grealish or not. So there was just a lot of uncertainties, who's going to start up front, et cetera. And that we all kind of thought it might be a bit disjointed. And then I think the first 20 minutes of the match kind of led us to believe that maybe it won't be like we were dominating everything, I, I think we should have had a goal within the first 20 minutes easily. Was it Cancelo who just sort of passed the ball wide of the goal? I can't really tell because Cancelo and Mares were trying to do in the best impressions yeah, was it not of Mahrez? each other. It was, <laughs> it was one of the two. And the fact that they were playing on the same side didn't help things. So I think the first 20 minutes flattered to deceive and then it, City just reverted to what we should have expected against them playing against a Nuno side, against them playing at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. And it was kind of typical City as we've come to know it over the last five years.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think that all the predictions you could have made beforehand in terms of, like you say, playing at a stadium, Son scoring on the break, was being a bit bit lacklustre up front, not being fully fit. It was easy to predict really, wasn't it? Um, And obviously you have the hope that, you know, a Ferran Torres is going to poach goal or Grealish is going to pull the world in. But in reality, I think every City fan knew that this was going to be a slow start to the season. And there's an extra little bit of spice in that Spurs game because of what's going on with Kane. The only thing that could have been worse if we were playing Villa, you know, (laughs) Grealish stuff. (laughs) Um, But yeah, for, for me, it was a... I wasn't positive, let's put it that way. Um, and it just seems to be part and parcel of it now, that because we have so many internationals, they don't get the time to either recuperate or have the time to get back sharp and you know on the same wavelength, ready for the season. It's like we're always playing catch-up nowadays. I, I
1: feel the same way in that, I don't know about you guys, but to me Spurs is always our bogey team. And they have been. I've got a very vivid memory of being in Euro Disney in like 2005 and we lost against spurs while i was there and ever since <laughs> spurs have always been the team that i'm just like we won't beat them so i'm, I'm very i'm always wary of spurs and, and due to all those reasons as well
0: I just I didn't saw, feel like
1: we were gonna do it
0: i saw somebody say on twitter that like we've moved the curse over from anfield to Spurs' new stadium <laughs> now so in like 2035, we should expect to break that curse and <laughs> move it on to somebody else. Well, as It'd long as they stay
2: Spursy, we'll be fine. <laughs> It'd be interesting if we do get Kane and how he performs there. Obviously, it will happen for another season. But, you know... We, we, cup, huh? we, oh, yeah, very true.
0: He'll be injured yeah, by the time we uh, play them there
1: <laughs> again. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll, we'll end on some positives. So we'll start with some negatives. I don't want a scapegoat. I'm sure yous don't want a scapegoat. It's difficult to look past how out of his depth Benjamin Mendy looks generally, but especially against a quick counterattacking team. Um, he just couldn't deal with more and Son to save his life. Um, I don't. Again, I don't want a scapegoat. I, th- I don't think we played well enough to win anyway. Uh, but but it, I think he he might be a reason. Why he didn't look so good going back. But how did you guys feel about Ben?
2: I think there's a combination of things that, yeah, he made some mistakes and there's was a maybe twice, I think, or at least, where he decided to take on a man when he was effectively one of the back line. And that isn't the smart thing to do. And I think that's where, I think, to, to hit the nail on the head with what's wrong with Mender is his football intelligence. Um, you know, he's he's a specimen of man, is he, in terms of his... Fi- like if you look at his physique, he's he's built as an athlete. He's great attacking-wise, but he just doesn't have the football in brain, I don't think. Um, but then you pair that with the system that we played, and we'll, I think we'll get on to Ake. And I do, I don't know if i have the same opinion on Ake as you two, but he's next to Ake, who's not had a chance to really settle yet. He's got Fernandinho, who's 45, in midfield who can't really get across and cover those fullback spots like you'd expect maybe another DM to do and you're against some rapid wingers that are there to counter-attack I'm not defending him because I thought he was absolutely shite but I think it's important to put context to it as well
1: I think you say he's good at attacking personally (laughs) I don't think he's good at defending he's not quick he's not very intelligent football wise like you say and he very occasionally puts a good crossing, in. But like the amount of crosses that, that just went over, hit the first man from him yesterday, I'm starting to wonder what he can do.
2: So I don't I think his crossing was that bad. bad. And I think you, you put a cane in the box. I think you'd see a bit of a difference.
0: I think everybody's crossing was poor. We seem to have, especially towards the end of the game, we just drifted into this usual shoulder height level crossing that hits the first man. And yeah, I, th- I think it's entirely designed for somebody to pick up the second ball and hopefully players are a little bit out of position. We can take advantage of it, but that didn't come off. And I can't really recall a time in a match where we've utilized that as our main strategy for breaking a team down, a low block Mm -hmm. team. And that's actually worked. I think on a micro level, you've covered pretty much everything there, James. He he didn't have a good game. I don't think Sterling had a great game either. And so I think on that left-hand side, we were pretty weak. And that's why you saw Grealish drifting over there towards the left wing position instead of the number eight position that we thought he was going to start in. But just on a macro level, considering the fact that we've got hundreds of millions of pounds to spend this season, the fact that we've last bought a proper left back in 2017 to cover two left backs that left that season and that we haven't signed. The last time we signed a left back before that was Clichy. If I'm not mistaken, like those were the two guys, Clichy and Kolarov. So in nearly 10 years, you must be talking, we've signed one left back and we've had players to cover that position, whether it be Danilo or Cancelo or Laporte or Ake or Del oh. or Zinchenko, any number of players to cover that position and you spending this money, it's the fact that you can't identify For a a team that wants two players, two world-class players in every position so that we can compete on all fronts, the fact that you can't recognise that Benjamin Mendy doesn't have what he had in 2017 anymore and we might need to replace him. I feel like I've been banging this drum for a long time and we kind of get a bit sidetracked every transfer window with like a sexier target, but we 100% need to... The two positions that we need to address—I'd say three positions—we need to address on the pitch are left back, DM, and striker. And it looks like we're going to address the latter this transfer window. But a hundred percent, absolutely, in January, we should be looking around the room and thinking: who can we take from the Premier League? Who can we take from? Who can we take advantage of in La Liga with the, our uh, League One, League Earn, with their finances fucked? Because we, we genuinely can't really do
1: worse. It, it's not that I don't like Ben, but it's been I five mean, years. It's like you say, terms, So it's like <laughs> twenty seventeen. You said to, it's like you said we got him in twenty seventeen, and I, you know even after a year or two years of him being injured, it's still three years where, you know, we've had in five years we had Magala for a year and a half and wanted him out. So I don't know how he's yeah. how he's getting five years of of the. Benefit of the doubt, basically. He's never going to get back to where he was and he's not going to be good
0: enough. I and to anybody listening as well, this isn't reactionary. Like, this is stuff that we've been saying on the podcast for, like, pretty much the entirety of last season that we actually did it. Those all sort of six weeks or whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like, know what, though? We've, we've been saying it God. for a while. No, no, that's I, it.
2: I think there's two other facts to this that we've not necessarily addressed. And one is the financial side. So... If, if City choose to see him as an asset that's worth something and they want to sell him for something and there's no buyers, then A, that's why he's still there. Um, B, if no one's willing to pay his wages, that's another issue. Um, and then there's also the Guardiola factor that if he likes a guy, he wants him around. So if you look at like a Garcia, for example, he had so many weaknesses to his game. Rodri's got some that... You know, are questionable and maybe wouldn't survive another manager. Um but it seems if, if Pep likes you as a guy, you've got a much better chance of sticking around, even if your performances aren't quite what we need.
1: I agree with you. I don't I really don't think he's going anywhere. I really don't. But he needs to. <laughs> like we we can't be he's had his, he's had countless chances to to prove his worth at left back. And he is consistently overperformed by a. Ukrainian attacking
2: midfielder I'd even prefer Delph we've point. got we, we've got to stop spinning this year on about he's not an attacking midfielder anymore he's a left back for so City you No, know. I think I think for me the easy solution and I can't believe there's none in the academy is to bring a young left back through whether we buy them or they come through the academy and we start blooding them a little bit in the cups when was the last time we had a, a young left back I, I mean I'm talking was it Steven, Steven Jordan? Jordan Yeah. Jordan <laughs> 20
0: years ago, seriously, like when was the last time? Yeah, I'd love them to uh, I'd love them to bring a young left back through, but I think the more likely scenario is, and and we could absolutely do this, is we usually tend to convert to like a or at least we did last season a black three of center backs and then Mm -hmm. let the um, one attacking full back bomb forward. There's no reason why, if Laporte's so arsey about the game time that he's getting that we can't put him on that left side or Ake on that left side and then have Cancelo be the guy who bombs forward on the right. Yeah, it's a good shout
2: I think there's there's elements to that that will cause further tactical problems, but I don't see that being any worse than what, what that performance was against Spurs.
1: This is going to turn into a
2: Mendy bash. until we move on. Well, we, yeah, we definitely ain't going to replace him
1: in this transfer window, so we, we might as well just like it and lump it that, he's, uh, that he is... Involved for at least another four or five months. Um, so let's move on. I'm going to go to live to the president of the Nathan Aké fan club uh, uh, and speak to Richard about what do you think about Nathan Aké?
0: Uh, James said before that like he needs to bed in. He's been a year at the club, so a yeah, he's been injured. But I think the the idea that he he hasn't had the opportunity to bed in is a little bit of a fallacy. I think he's being very generous to him. Um, he's had a few good games, and I like Nathan Ake. Obviously, being the president of his fan club, I'm just doing a heel turn on him here, getting the steel chair out and taking it to that massive mop of a head that he's got. He didn't have a good game against Spurs, and you can say that that's Mendy, but he hasn't had good games against other opposition that he's been there at the moment. The impression that I get from him is that he's out of his—he's he, out of his depth. But it is early days, and I do think that there's plenty of time, even though his bedding in process, should have formally ended. I do think that there's still plenty of time for him to turn that around and come good this season, absolutely. But he did look out of his depth against Spurs.
2: See, I slightly disagree. I'm, I'm holding out the right to change my tune on this after a couple more frustrating performances, but I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt for now. Because I think... If you think like a, a player normally takes a year under Pep and his first year was a COVID year where he was injured for a lot of it, where he was fourth choice, barely played. And I wouldn't be surprised if the majority of times that he did play was with a weakened back four anyway, whether that be Mendy next to him, or Stefan in uh, Garcia next to him. I don't know, we'd have to have a look into that. But I think if you put him in our best 11 for 10 games, I think you'd see a different Nathan Ake, um, and that's due to him him getting up to speed with how we play. His confidence, you know, his rhythm. For me personally, like if you look back at he's well and truly our fourth best centre back, and if you look back at our history in terms of you know our, our backup centre backs, I'd have him over Otamendi any day. I'd, I'd have him over Garcia any day. Um, fucking out Mangala. Demicheles, like it's, it must be such a tough spot to be in, to know you've got Diaz-Stones and Laporte ahead of you and that in reality you could have the game of your fucking life and then you're back on the bench again next, like I don't really know what we want from him
0: do, do I mean, mean it'd be nice to get that game of his life part first and then then <laughs> get the violin out for him
2: No, you got to understand, like think about it from that point of view, that's you and you know that there's two spots up for grabs and you're no matter what you do, you need three guys to fall off a cliff, practically, for you to get a, a run and establish yourself in this team. That it's, it's, you know, if it's a back three, it's slightly different, isn't it? Or if it's, right, you're going to get 10 games at left back, bed in. Do you know what I mean? Like, I well, can you, see it a bit more, you
1: do. You say that, though. John Stones was bottom of the pile and worked his way to be... Second choice, basically. So, Ake could do it. And I, I'm with both of you. I'm, I'm more than willing to give him the benefit of the doubt. Um, he is making mistakes at a minute. And it's weird because I always remember that there's one stat I always remember when we bought him. Um, and that was that when he played for Bournemouth, he made no errors leading to goals. Absolutely zero. And Bournemouth were leaking goals. So, he made no errors leading to goals. And, and it makes me wonder, is it that, because they play with such a low block and defend with so many people, was he being a bit covered by that?
2: Yeah, it's a completely different way of yeah. playing. So he's now so that he's getting are so exposed attacked in our on his
1: own. Yeah, because now he's so exposed, maybe it's showing a bit of weakness that, that wasn't there.
0: Because if you just go off the stats, he doesn't make mistakes. I agree with you both like a hundred percent. And and yeah, but I'm I'm not writing him off by any stretch of the imagination when I'm I'm saying that. I'm just judging him off that game. If he makes a mistake like he made in that preseason friendly, where he allows an attacker to get the better of him and then he drop kicks his knee and gives away a penalty in a in a, in an important competition or a league game. I What's think that the, not the community shield. Well, like I said, the the preseason friendly that we played against Leicester <laughs> and Wembley. If he makes one of those mistakes then then we need to be asking these these questions. So it's good to get an idea about where we are now. And and yeah, we can absolutely come good. It's just I'm seeing a bit of a crossroads season for him here. When he gives a penalty
1: at Anfield down down the in the season, um his name
0: will be echoing around Shaq again, much like Mares is <laughs> a couple of years ago. Mate, it's a penalty at Anfield. It's just a given that that's going to happen. I won't actually blame him for that.
2: Do you know, I think I think if he has a bad season, he won't be here next year. I think if he does a six and a half, seven out of ten and Moses by, I think you drudge him this time next year. All right. Cool. Nathan Ake's done. Um, let's... <laughs> Not yet.
1: James, you've brought up a, a point here that sounds negative. So we'll go on to that before the fact, the, the
2: big positive. Um, you wanted to talk about the forward line. You really are plowing all this negativity into one section. I want to end on a good point. <clears throat> yeah, fair play. Um, yeah, so I think you could argue that we are one of, if not the best-run football club in the league, bordering on the world. Um, I think Leicester are giving us a good run for our money at the minute. But for a team that's so into succession planning, and it was mentioned earlier, two world-class players for each position, I I can't get my head around we're at this stage in the transfer window and and in the season and we have one target that we're not certain we're going to get or supposedly we're not certain we're going to get. And we could spend all this money, we could get Kane, brilliant, I'll be really happy if we do, you know I have my reservations about him, but I I understand why Pep wants him and I understand his quality. The fact that we're risking the idea of potentially not even having him and having to go into the season with what we had yesterday up front is is like baffling to me. And also we get him, and because he's our only striker, in theory, we're running into the ground like Spurs did. I know we've got false nine. But how, how, do we, how do we still have one guy for that position if we get a game? How, we have, we've, we've gone seasons with four strikers before now. And it seems that I'd get it a bit more if we were keeping De Lapp around. And De Lapp was going to play all the cup games and maybe against a, a Norwich towards the end of the season. But it seems he's going out on loan as well. So where's, I don't understand where the, the structure and the planning's coming with our forward line.
1: Well, Gabriel Jesus does exist. <laughs> Yeah, but he, he brought him <laughs> he on yesterday, he didn't he? that's left, left wing, yeah. But but he is there, so I, I assume that that's part of it. But uh, the, and he'll the, go. the the short answer, yeah. like like the obvious answer, is we don't know what the transfer target list is like. It could be that if they can't get Kane this week, they are they will move on to a, another possibility. But the the problem with that is you do look at old transfer windows where we were trying to get one player and we didn't get him, and then nothing happened. So it is hard to believe that they do have a plan B. But at the same time, like you mentioned, we're one of the best-run clubs on the planet. It's hard to believe we don't have a plan B. So maybe it's just they're keeping Stump, keeping it tight and only leaking about Kane. But then you worry that if we do have to go for somebody else, the price shoots up because they know we're desperate. So. And they know we've got 150 mil to spend. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I, I
2: I find it hard to believe we don't have a backup option.
1: Uh, and it's just not being publicized. I now. don't think we do, mate.
2: For everything I'm, I'm hearing, just in City World. Plan B is the false nine. I hope not, Richard. You're in the know. You're uh, mixing those circles. What's going on?
0: I don't think. That I think I agree with you, James. I don't think that there's anybody else. Um, and ultimately, if you let Sergio Aguero go, you send a lap out on loan you allow anybody to come in and basically bid for Gabriel Jesus, and then you don't get the only target that you've got in the transfer window. It's pretty um, shocking. And, you know, that's a solid four out of 10, <laughs> like, raising in the transfer window. Delap's not gone yet, though. Like, he, he's very clearly got an offer to go to Stoke. Yeah, I don't think Delap will, will go if Jesus stays, I think. And if Jesus goes, De Lapp will stay. So there will be some cover for that position. And we've said numerous times that we all think Torres is going to play there. And he started there against Spurs. So I think that is the plan B.
1: Speaking of Torres, though, I, I felt bad for him. Because I did see a lot of hate for him, um, saying he wasn't getting involved. And it's like you said before, Richard. All he was getting was shoulder height crosses that were never going to get to him. You could say he needed to get back like serge does get involved in the midfield that depends whether he's been told to do that maybe he's been told we're going to be crossing the ball in, stay central is the thing and he was getting a lot of flack for for basically playing his position yeah and not getting the service for it so uh, people were already on him saying he's a waste of money i don't know why we've ever bought him he scored five goals in his last six games
0: that goal against what, Newcastle what you, is worth yeah. that transfer fee alone, to be fair. In today's what management. do
1: people what do people want from him? When Mares is hitting the first man from across, Sterling's running into the right back. You know, when De Bruyne comes out, we're doing those amazing crosses. Yeah, he did miss what looked to be a sitter. I will, I will admit to that and cop to that. But like when he's getting proper service, like if he's not putting those away, yeah, go for him. But if, he, if he's just getting balls that aren't even reaching him in the in the middle of the box, like, I think you need to give him a little bit of
2: leeway. And... Do, do you know what? With, with Torres as well, yeah, he's a Spain international and he's done it at the top level already. And yeah, he was, you know, a, a big money purchase. Re, you know, relatively, as in he was a couple of million quid. He's not, you know, a youth player that we got for 200 grand. But to put into context, what, is he less than a year older than Tommy Doyle? He's... He's effectively a youth player. He's, what, is he 20? Yeah, something like that.
1: It's a lot. People are expecting him already to be at the level of Sterling Aguero. And it's like, again, like you say, he's only been here a year. It takes 18 months to get used to this system, as we've seen with Mares, with Cancelo. I saw I just think the past think
0: map of that game. He was playing further back than uh, Jack Grealish was, who was the number eight So people, they either didn't watch that game or they don't know what the false nine position for under Pep Guardiola actually is. So, you know, we should really be ignoring those people because I don't think that they've got a a point worth hearing. Yeah, back off Ferran, basically. Give him a chance.
1: (laughs) Five goals in his last six Premier League games. Like That's a fucking cracking return. Anyway, let's do it. Let's talk about the man. Let's talk about our new beautiful number Ted with the Alice band, which I will have when I grow my hair back, by the way, just <laughs> so you know. I personally thought Grealish looked really good, especially in the first half. Um, it was so refreshing to have a player, such a strong player taking people on and running at people and not losing the ball straight away. I just, I thought he was really good. and he, it, It's exciting to, that he's gonna be playing for us this season. How did you guys feel?
0: Yeah, i have given him an A out of 10. If I was doing the player ratings for sure, I I thought he had a good game. You spot on there, mate, with running at people. Um, He actually won us fouls as well, which I was absolutely astonished by. I mean, the more astonishing thing was that Tanganga didn't get a booking until... Or was it Mora who got a booking after he deliberately made a tactical foul and then it took him refusing to give the ball back to actually earn a booking? I tweeted about
1: Tanganga because... I was like, it's hard to be too upset about it when you've had Fernandinho for the better part of a decade.
0: (laughs) Oh, believe me, I still got very upset about it (laughs) in the ground. So I was with the Spurs fans, but in theory, but in reality, I was literally one row behind the City away fans. So I kept forgetting where I was. (laughs) And numerous times I just shouted out like, come on, Jack! Go on, man! <laughs> <laughs> and then looked around and saw all the Spurs flags, like, waving slowly behind me. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I've got to go back and sit with all of them at halftime. <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> but it, it was good enough, yeah, that I forgot that I was actually in the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. So that was a good takeaway for the game for me. Yeah, I
2: think I think he did really well. Old calves out, jacket. Um it, it was almost... Um, I'm not by any means comparing them, although I am now going to go and compare them. Um, he's playing in that spot that David Silva played in. And I don't think he stands up to David Silva in terms of quality, but he might do in terms of attacking threat. If you think about the the things that we we kind of went in on David a little bit for was his finishing, his, his options to sort of pass instead of shoot when he was through on goal, uh, you rarely take a man on in the way that Jack might. I want to make it clear, I'm not comparing the two of them.
1: Sorry, we, we're talking he, about David, Silva with her, yeah, David yeah, Silver with hair, not bald. Yeah, it's yeah, the best player yeah, ever had, yeah.
2: Yeah, right? yeah. But maybe he wasn't as direct as we wanted him to be. Is probably my way of putting it. Um, however amazing he was at other things, and it seems like we've got the exact opposite of Grealish, in that he's so direct. I don't quite understand how he just runs past people. Like, it's amazing. He's, 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 he's not, so he's, explosive. Like he's, he's, he's not the fastest. He's not the strongest. Like so he's just like he goes. I'm just gonna walk past you now. and they go, yeah right. And you don't you don't understand why why he can just get through. It's not like he's doing an amazing piece of trickery with his feet that confounds them. It's just like he just decides, and they go, yeah right, we'll do it, and he just runs straight past them. The way
1: he gets past them is like even he's not decided how he's getting past them yet. And his body does it for him. Because <laughs> like, you, you see him, like, faint one way as if yeah. by accident. And then they go that way. and Then he's the other way straight away. And he doesn't look like he's done it on purpose. He, he's kind of like Yaya, where he just looks like mm-hmm. he's barreling through people. And, do you know what? I
2: like it, though. I like yeah, it's great. He's, he's, considering he's been in the team for two games and barely trained for a couple of weeks, I feel like he's got a bit of authority about him. He's swaggering it. Stats, yeah, I mean. but you know he's coming deep to get the ball, and he's he's shouting at people for not passing the right ball already. And I know Foden does stuff like that, and he's young lad. But yeah, because I feel like you could, in the way that, again, not comparing them yet, but in the way that, Kev kind of comes on and takes the game by the scruff of his neck. I could see clearly he's doing that once he's properly settled in. I'm, you know, I was really excited about him coming because he's he's an exciting player, and he's someone that will get you off your seat. Did I think we needed him? You know he wasn't on the like Richard said. There's three other positions that probably need filling before that. But I'm really glad he's here because he's going to make this season enjoyable, even if it's a bad season for us.
0: You heard it, 2022 Player of the Year, Jack Grealish.
2: I just is I just can't
1: wait for him, Foden and KDB to be at the same side. Of this is
2: it, mate. That people are losing their heads already about oh God, we're behind. Oh God, we're going to be shit this season, but. Give us, give us three or four games with a Kane up top, with a, a Grealish, a Foden and a KDB behind him. Honest to God, can you get better than that?
0: If anybody's losing their minds over having a poor start to the season, they literally haven't been a Manchester City fan for one season because yeah. the <laughs> comparison is last season. Like,
1: <laughs> after last season... I feel like we could lose 37 games and still. Survive.
0: I think we know that we've got a team that can go on a winning run of like 14 league games, yeah. and I'm a, not and maybe you know maybe United can do that, but they haven't proven that they can. And maybe Chelsea can do that, but they haven't quite proven that they can either. So yeah, fuck them. It's going to be fine. Anything else to bring up? No, nope. no, all good. Right, we'll go on to the mystery
1: game. Ooh, after this break.
2: You're listening to the Topical City Podcast. Disagree with anything you've heard? Don't forget to let the Eti lads know at Topical City Pod on Twitter.
1: And we're back. And it's time for the mystery game. Uh, Richard, insert the jingle here. Mystery. (laughs) Mystery game. And we'll play it. Topical city, who dares wins, which I'll explain in a moment. Because that right. uh, to let the listeners know what's <laughs> happening going forward. Um, we we did used to do debates here. We might still do some debates here, um, but it's incredibly difficult to come up with two questions every week when nothing happens between September and December, <laughs> and then February and April. Uh, so we are. It's now just a, a, a variety section basically, and the host gets to choose what happens every week. Um, so get ready for some varied content, um, except when Richard comes on and just throws some debates together in the last minute.
0: Maybe hey, you read <laughs> my mind completely. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we play topical. See who does wins. Uh, it's based off the old national lottery game, where I will give you both. I will give you a category and tell you how many people fit into that category. And you then wager how many people you can guess from that category. Um, nice. Once you yeah. give me your wager, the other person gets a chance to up it, and then back and forth till somebody says nope. You go ahead. You then have to name the amount of people that you said. If you get any, if you get one wrong, it flips to the other person, and then they have one guess. And if they get it right, they win the point.
0: We perfect. all perfect. Yeah, man. I'm good with that uh, I might be half and a half whether I'm good with that or not but I'll learn on the day
2: yeah so what happens if so say I say I can pick five and I get my first one wrong if Richard gets one right does he then win it
1: yes so don't Fucking get it
2: right. <laughs> okay
1: uh, so obviously you want to go f- you don't want to go for a low one because they'll just outbid you you don't want to go for a high one because maybe you don't know. but maybe you push yourself who knows maybe you prove you're a bigger City fan than the other guy uh, we did flip a coin, and James is going first. So we've got three categories. Um, would you prefer one, two, or three to start with?
2: I don't get to pick the category. Oh.
1: No, you don't. <laughs> um, I'll go for two, please. Two.
0: Uh, okay. Category That's not is... a good laugh.
2: That's not a good laugh. <laughs>
0: yeah. The Ooh, category not is not two. Oh dear. <laughs>
1: It's players who made a Premier League appearance for Manchester City in the 2002-2003 Premier League season. 2002. I will tell you there were 25, sorry, 26 players that made a Premier League appearance that season.
2: Right, okay.
0: The Um, context, is this the last season at Main Road? It is, yeah.
2: Yeah. Right, so this is peak Richard and Cam
0: time. That's why I laughed. <laughs> yeah. Um, At least it's first, though. The other, I've, the other two. I've got to put my first advice shirt where my mouth is now.
2: Um Right. So I will go f-
0: seven. Richard, go can with... you beat seven? Yeah, I'll go eight. We We're going more than eight?
2: <sighs> See, I don't know how to play it tactically now. Other nine. Other nine. Right, nine. We're
0: going nine. We're going nine, Richard. I'll let James have it for nine.
2: Fucking hell, I was <laughs> totally bluffing that. <laughs> right,
1: James have it for nine. So, James, <clears throat> name me nine players who made a Premier League appearance for Man City in the 2002
2: 2003 season. Right. Uh, grant me one, one question here because Richard is an expert on this. Are we in the Premier League
1: or not? We were, it was the first season back in the Premier League. <laughs> Right, okay. Um, um, Bearing in mind, go fairly slowly because I'll need to tick these off as you go through.
2: Right. Fuck. Um,
0: no, he wasn't in it, mate. That's, that's that. Um, <laughs> that's
1: true. Erm uh, um didn't play for us till
2: 2005. So, so I've, got, I've got to do nine. Nine there's, there's no, points. There's no chance of doing this. Right, Sean Gorter. Is one. Fowey. Two. I want to say...
0: If you want to say it, then say it, mate. No one's stopping you.
1: Dickoff. Uh, I'm afraid, James, according to the Premier League website, Paul Dickoff did not make a Premier League appearance for Manchester <sighs>
0: City. In the As the expert on the 02 03 season, I can also confirm that he did not make an appearance. <laughs> <laughs> <I know. laughs>
1: so, after a very early stumble, only guessing two, which leaves Richard with 24 other players
0: to take a
2: guess at. I had quite a few in
0: my head and I thought I was playing it safe for them, but clearly not. I'm going to go for a Mario Balotelli shoulder tapper. Uh, he said, the he said Mario ride.
2: Balotelli there. <laughs>
0: Sorry, mate. He was not... <laughs> to be honest, I was sat there going, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to say Nicola Elka
1: Nicola Elka made the most appearances <laughs> that season, yes. Yeah, so, uh, after beating in two, Richard gets the first point. Uh, so, do you want
2: the list? Can I can I say who I was thinking?
1: Yeah, go on. I'll tell you if you're right. Steve Howey. He played 24 games. Um So this would be your third one. I'm assuming you'd have said an at some point. Yeah. Who played in net for us, mate?
2: Nikki Weaver.
1: Did not make a Premier League appearance. I don't know how he didn't make a Premier League
2: appearance. David
0: James? Because the backup was um, Mr. Carlo Nash, wasn't oh, it? Oh, that
1: Last is. Season. That's the case, yeah. yeah. So you would have been out by that point anyway. Who was the keeper then? Uh, Piers Michael.
2: Oh, fuck, yeah.
1: Yeah. Shit. So, yeah, you wouldn't have made it there anyway. Uh, you could have had, um, be- based off this list, uh, Sylvain Distan, Ali Bernabia, Nicholas Jensen, Sean Wright Phillips. Dead yeah, Benabia
2: and Sean, you're right in there.
1: Kevin Harlock, Piersh Michael, Sunji High. Come on, man. Al Berkovic, Richard <laughs>
2: Like I say, I had them in my head, but I was I sure was <laughs> I thought sure. was Howie. playing it safe.
1: Darren Uckerby, David Sove, Robbie Fowler, Danny Teato, Carlo Nash, Jamal Belmardi, Joey <laughs> Barton, <Ball, laughs> Gerard <laughs> Vinkins, John Macken, Lucian Matomo, Chris Shuka, Mikkel Bischoff, okay. and Stephen Jordan.
2: <laughs> it does not count I mentioned him earlier
1: on. So. <laughs> That's a point for Richard.
2: Oh. Uh, we sat on the way.
1: If Richard wins yeah. this next point, game over. We could play the last one for fun if this time. Uh, but if Richard wins this point, yes, the full whatever the points will be, we'll find out. Yeah, <laughs> <That's laughs> I feel.
0: Yeah, uh, depending <laughs> on who wins. Yeah, if Richard <laughs> wins. <laughs> It's point two of a point, and then you <laughs> round that down. I
1: haven't, I haven't decided whether you get a point for winning a round
2: or just a point for winning the game.
0: But to we'll, be fair, well, that would. What do you think? That would
2: have that would have been Richard's fucking mastermind question. So I had no chance with that. <laughs> what well, What do you
1: think? Point point for winning the game, or a point for each round you win.
0: Give me Targaryen Kings for box three and we'll, uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> we'll have this done. No, I, I reckon a, a point for winning the whole thing is probably... Okay, good, right? there we go. We're trying to do less points this season anyway
1: because we didn't get many to start with. I don't know why, but we decided that. Uh, so that's how it is. Uh, question one or question three, Richard?
0: I'll go for question three.
1: Question three is, a, a very, is my favourite one. I think it's a very interesting one. Uh, it is players who've been sent off in the Premier League for Man City in the last 10 seasons, not including this season. So it's the 2011-12 to the 2019-20 season, I believe.
0: Right, right. So that's straight red cards.
1: Uh, no, just sent
0: off. Okay.
1: Um, so, well, when I looked at it, it was it was under sort of red cards. So I don't know whether the Premier League counts double yellows as a red or whether it just counts it as yellows. Um, There are 18 to choose from. Mm, Cranky.
0: So how many do you think you can name? Off the top of my head right now, I'm going to say three. James? I'll
2: go four.
0: I'll go five. Yeah, I'll go six. Right, I'll let James have it for six. You fuckers are boring, I'll tell you that. (laughs) Right,
2: Right. James
0: is going
1: again for six. Uh, James, tell me six... Players who've been sent off for
0: the Man City in the Premier League in the last ten. Seasons. You're not looking down at a mobile device by any chance, are you, no, there, I, James? I wrote, I wrote, <laughs> no, I'm I'm wrong. mate. Um,
1: Ferna. Fernandinho, I think, is the most sent off. Yeah. So. Vinny. Yeah, Vincent Kompany definitely.
2: Um, Sergio.
1: Sergio Aguero has been sent off in the Premier League.
2: How many did I say I'd do? You three left. You've got three left. So I knew those three were definite. I could remember those. Two of them were against Chelsea. This is proper left field. Right. But I feel, before, you, I feel... before
1: you say it, before you say it, Richard, have you got one locked and loaded? Yeah. Oh, the pressure is on, James.
2: Who's your fourth? This is so left field. I don't even want to risk it, but I feel like it happened.
1: nelito the left winger. Yep. Who was the evolved form of Hazel's yep. Natas. I can tell you, James. Melito did get the sent off. Get in. in right? So that's four. Oh,
2: all right. Um is it up to date? It is not including this season. So it's, it's just started. last, right. last John season Stones.
1: You the back. John Stones is five. Can you do the sixth one?
2: There's one that seems so there's three that seems so obvious. Well, All right. na- name those three. Let's let's see what what are the three you're thinking of. My three are Ottomendi, Demichelis,
0: and Zabalata. Okay,
2: and that's actually just screwed me over, mate. If I get one wrong, I'll just give Richard two and runs there. Um, I can also I
0: can confirm that I've got a player from a very specific game in mind that I know got a red card, and it was neither of those three. Right. Before anybody comes at me, by the way.
1: These stats are all from the Premier League website, so if they're wrong, you go talk to PGMOL, all right? It's nothing to do
2: with it. <laughs> His email address is
0: Cameron.McDurman. James, you are safe with all three of those choices. <laughs> you no, know we're, you playing, are. we're
1: playing the mind games here. All right,
2: I'll, I'll go Ottomendi.
0: Nicholas
1: Ottomendi. Famous. Nicholas Ottomendi. Famous for being, sliding into tackles.
2: i just come on.
1: <laughs> Absolutely famous for it. Never actually got sent off. In a Fuck practice. off. As far Junkies.
2: as I know. No.
1: <sighs> Out of the three that you mentioned, well, I won't say actually. <laughs> you you are. <want laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Richard has a chance to say.
0: So I'm fairly sure they against Arsenal in the 2011-2012 season that Mario Balotelli got sent off. So I'm going to lock that in, Mario Balotelli. Another famous hothead. On the same level as that
1: Men, did you think, or worse? That's bad.
0: I'd say worse because his his hot headedness wasn't related to football at all. <laughs> it he was just, just related snap, to being it. a bit of a prick. Yeah. I would also say worse because he got sent off. I
2: can't believe it.
1: You got so close, James. Yeah,
2: you so, don't have really like a game.
1: fucking bonus point for Nolito. Come on. It was very <laughs> impressive. Nolito was the one I, was, I would assume nobody was going to get. So That's got to be impressive. like
2: a pointless zero answer there.
1: But unfortunately, you get fuck off for losing so. <laughs> There's Richard with his point for winning the game. Um, the other ones you missed uh, that you could have got. Um, can you name another one, Richard, just in case? Uh Michelis. <laughs> di, di, oh, di, and... di If you'd have said Zabaletti you would have won. Oh, uh, right. But, uh,
0: what if I'd have um, said he... Di Michelis, the correct pronunciation. No, he, he also didn't,
1: and neither did Di Michelis. I either <laughs> Um The other ones you could have named Xiao Cancelo, uh, Edison. Oh, shit.
2: Yeah. When did off?
1: Apparently he did. I don't know when. Uh, Zinchenko, Raheem Sterling, Kyle Walker, Qu- Big Quimmy Mang. Pablo Zabaleta, James Milner, Sammy Nasri, Gareth Barry, and Kyle Cliché.
0: You know what, if I, hadn't said, him, yeah. um, if I hadn't had said Balotelli, I would have said Mangala because I do remember him also getting sent off.
1: Right, yeah. so Richard won that. How Do we do? We think we've got enough time for the last one? Or do you want to sack it off?
0: Why what? don't you pop that in the storage box, mate, because you can pull that one out again because that was a good game that I like yeah. that one. Well. All right, no worries. We'll keep that Yeah, one I bet back. you would, do not you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So Richard wins at the inaugural topical city. Who does wins two nothing. uh, uh kind of down his wine. Did I get Q the first lads point of the season? It seems like it, doesn't it? Uh, Q James researching absolutely everything about city for the next three Topical city comes back up. No worries. Well, congratulations, Richard. Commiserations, James. Uh, let's take a break and let's have a word about Norwich. Eh?
2: We may be fans of the best team in the land and all the world, but sometimes life isn't always great for everyone. You can make life a little bit better for someone else by donating to your local food bank. Visit MCFC Food Bank on Twitter for more information and for their GoFundMe link.
1: And after the mystery game, no longer a mystery, uh, which we might play again. I've got another question. I'm sure I can come up with something else. We'll see. Um, we're going to go out and talk about the first home game of the season. Uh, if I was Martin Tyler, I'd be jerking myself off about how there's fans back in the stadium. Uh, but I won't.
0: You wouldn't be but, mentioning that before, just how much City's bench costs, though, would you? That's the first thing you've got to get in. If you're Martin I, Tyler and Manchester City are playing...
1: I tell you what, I thought this weekend was the only weekend It was actually justified because we broke a record. So you can talk about it then every other time it's fucking annoying.
2: Can you believe that they've changed Jack Grealish's name to the hundred million pound man? It has to be said every time he touches the ball.
1: Well, we'll see if I mean it's not on TV this weekend, so I don't know how I'm gonna watch it. Because I definitely will not illegally stream it. <laughs> if anybody's got a good stream, you know, send it through its Topical C <laughs> <laughs> We'll talk about Norwich. Obviously, they were down last season, so we didn't have to play them season before. Bit of a mixed bag. I remember I was in Blackpool uh, when they beat us. Um, This was shortly. I'll tell the story about this. We we went down to Blackpool, booked into a hotel um, near the Pleasure Beach that full on had holes in the wall. The toilet was cracked, and it was and the bed was just full of shite. (laughs) And we had to leave that. We had to try and find a hotel room the same day. (laughs) To to be able to stay because we just weren't there was no way we were staying there. Guy wouldn't refund us nothing. And then on top of all that, we finally found a place that was nice enough. And then we lost to Norwich. Um, so,
2: so there's was, a bit of a trend here, mate.
1: Fucking. Shit, you need we... to
2: stop. You need to stop going away when City are playing because it seems like you're just in a different destination every time we lose. I'll never go away then because okay. we're always fucking playing. So
1: at that time we got B three two. Uh, and I'm just looking at the lineup. And apart from having Nicholas Armendi in it, it was a fucking strong team. Then we took them home and beat him 5 0. So very much a mixed bag of results. Surely nobody's expected us to get beat 3 2 at all that weekend. How are you guys feeling about it?
0: Well, since I don't have Timo Puki or whatever he's called, is it Timo? I'm yeah. a mix yeah, I think so. I was mixing him up with Timo Werner then for a minute. Yeah, since I've not got him in my fantasy team, I don't really rate Norwich's chances that much. But this could be stereotypical city in that Norwich defend for the lives for 90 plus minutes and knowing that all they have to do is get one shot on goal, one shot on target, and it'll dribble past Edison slowly into the back of the net. So, um, But I don't think that'll happen. I'm not that pessimistic about this one. I think that they got rattled by Liverpool very easily at home. I reckon that they'll get rattled even more easily against us away. And I think that it's going to be, with any luck, a bit of a rout by Man City and it gives the fans something to properly cheer for our first home game of the season.
2: I wouldn't say I'm as optimistic. Um, I still think we're gearing up. I'd love that to happen. I think if you dropped Kane and Kev and Foden in in there easily, yeah. Um, Especially after how they played. Was it Everton, the last game of the season at home? Mm -hmm. Um, Last season? And how they showed up for the fans is brilliant. I, I, I see us struggling a bit like we did this weekend. You know, low block. They'll just put 10 men behind the ball and we don't necessarily have that penetration if we were to play that same team that we did the weekend um, if you have been kept back in obviously that changes things obviously they're getting sharper and fitter so that could change things as well it's a really hard one to call it early on isn't it because form isn't a thing
1: Yeah, um, I'm with Rich I, I don't think we should be losing but I could completely see something happening um, that we hope doesn't the, the only upside is they don't have Buendia anymore
0: mm-hmm. Um who was their best player by, by an absolute mile. Um, you know what? But- I think um, I think the City fans can play a massive, huge difference here. Like being at Tottenham Stadium for their first home game of the season and seeing how up for it their fans were, I think if City fans can replicate that kind of thing and show up and be loud and be noisy and really get behind the team against a low-block side that, let's face it, that's how Norwich are going to play. I reckon the fans can actually... I know it's a cliche, but they can be the 12th man here and they can help the side win. But we'll see if if people are up for it. I mean, it's a Saturday, three o'clock kick-off. It's the dream for City fans. So hopefully they can play their part too.
1: Yeah. Well, I think it, I've looked at the team in terms like danger, man. They've got two very good central midfielders. Um, they've got Billy Gilmore uh, on loan at the moment, who's uh, obviously Chelsea's own little Phil Foden. Um, not as good, Let's just get it out of the way. Not as good, but he's he's all right. Um, and obviously they've got Amy Adams uh, playing centre mid for him as well, <laughs> um, and he, he is very good. I think I really rate him, uh, and I think he he caused a lot of trouble in that in that <laughs> loss last a couple of years ago. Uh, so, <laughs>
2: for anyone that doesn't know who you're talking about,
1: Davy Adams,
0: Academy-winning, Academy, Academy Award-winning actor. <laughs> <laughs> Was Todd Cantwell doing Orange the um, doing the headband before Jack Grealish? By the way, uh, I think he can bank on that. You know, I'm fairly maybe. sure that's true. Are we are we gonna to to, uh, him.
2: are you willing to gamble your point on that?
0: Well, I mean, all it'll take is for you a doctor a picture on, uh, <laughs> on Photoshop, so no. Um, little <laughs> uh, five year old Jack Grealish with a headband.
1: Up. I'll, I'll be going on to Todd Campbell. I'm talking about Amy Adams.
2: let Todd Campbell got a brother? That's a I footballer. think
1: Amy Adams has got a brother that's a footballer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think he's really good at art, and I, I, he does scare me a little bit. Um, and uh, he played so well when we lost against him. Uh, so I am a bit worried about those two. But other than that, I don't even rate Pookie that much. QM scoring a hat-trick this weekend. Um, so I can't see where we
0: shouldn't be losing it
1: uh, unless we just get it so incredibly wrong.
0: Um, and by we, you mean the manager? Yes, and the academy. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, so, uh, is there anything specific you guys want to say
2: about the game? Or? Um, I think I think really I've covered my thoughts in that I'm I'm almost expecting another slow game. Feels like a machine that's got to ramp up a little bit, and I'd love to I'd love to be proved wrong when we put five past them because we've got a lot of big games coming up, so it'd be good to get the points in the bag. Part of me feels it's going to be a slow ramp up, and then we'll suddenly give our edge to him when we're playing a big team.
1: Hmm okay fair enough right we'll go on to predictions then and they are going to be a bit different this year uh the host is going to do predictions for the games up until whenever the next podcast is and then the other two people or three or whoever's involved at any point uh get one alteration to that lineup uh if they get that right they get a point If they get it wrong they ain't nothing uh, I don't know what we're doing for points in terms of if the host gets the whole lineup right. It'll probably be two or three like it was last year. We'll figure it out because it'll never happen anyway.
0: Uh, we'll <laughs>
1: <find>. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Um, so, yeah, to, to get you for you guys to get a point this week, the player that you say is not going to be in the team has to not play, and the player that you say is going to be in the team has to play.
2: So, when you say play, do you mean start? Start
1: is what yes. I mean. Yes, yes. Start is what I mean. Um, so, no lawyer in me. I'm pulling that clip up in two weeks' time. Dart. Right? <laughs> uh, so, I being the host today, I've picked my lineup. It is next to impossible to do because you don't know who he's going to give less games to to build up fitness. You don't know if he's just going to give him an easy game. Who the fuck knows? Uh, so, I think the only one you could bank on is Edison in goal. Um,
0: oh my God, Edison. you're going for Edison? I'm going for Edison.
1: Uh, awesome. Steph, you know, Stefan had, had a couple of games, but uh, I think Edison will probably start. Uh, I've gone on for a back four. I think, uh, I think Walker will get more rest because I don't think the Norwich game is going to be seen as a big thing that he needs to be back for. Uh, I think Diaz will keep his place. I think Ake might get dropped to give Laporte a game. Uh, and I also think Mendy will get dropped to give Zinchenko a bit more game time. You've got to use your alteration yet, anybody?
0: Do we are we allowed to pick the same alteration or does someone go first? I think you could pick the same one. What James, what one do you reckon, mate? Are you uh, any of that back line that you don't think will play? Yeah, but do you want to use it now? Because you've seen the
1: team, you know what I'm going to say. Do you want to use it now or do you want to use it for a midfielder
2: or striker? No, I'll use mine for a defender. Okay,
0: what are you saying, Richard? Are you picking a defender as well? I'll hear what you've got to say, James, if you don't mind.
2: <laughs> um, right, OK. So it's down to, it's either the right-back spot or the centre-back spot for me. I see Walker starting instead of Cancelo at right-back. All right, locked in. That's your amendment. So, that, so hang on, i to just got a question here. So what happens yeah. if Cancelo plays at left-back?
1: If Cancelo plays and Walker plays, you get nothing.
0: Well, what about for to... you? Like, you're, you're not locking yours in. Yours is just a starting 11. Yours can play anywhere on the pitch. Is that right, Cam? Yeah, but I, I have to get the full 11. Together. Yeah, yeah, so that's fair. Mm-hmm. Why, yeah, don't, so... why don't we uh, dispute you, Cam, as we go on, but we can lock in our, um, after you've named your starting 11. All right, you want to lock in, in at the end. end. All right, so yeah, you're yeah. not
1: locked in on Walker at the moment.
0: Um, we'll, we'll see at the end if you still want to do
1: that. Um, so, midfield, uh, I think Fernandinho will get a rest because he did look a bit leggy at the end of the last game. Yeah. So, I think that means Rodri comes in. Uh, and then I think he'll stick with the same two in midfield because Bernardo's making noises about possibly going. I think he'll stick with Gundo and I think he'll give Grealish another go uh, in that spot.
0: And then I so, think- do you not think that L- Laporte might not play for the same reason then because he's making noises about wanting to leave?
1: Yeah, they're not even nearly as loud. though. like you don't hear Laporte going nearly as much as Bernardo being unsettled and wanting to move. Um, I think Bernardo
2: will leave and Laporte won't leave.
1: That's what it what is. I what I wanted to put was Diaz and Stones, but I think he'll give Stones another week because um, he was with England. So mm. I think the only other option is again play Ake or play Laporte, and I think it could be either if Ake or Laporte. But fair enough. I don't know. Maybe maybe he just gives Laporte a game. Um, just to see. Uh, and then up front, uh, same wingers, I think Mahrez and Sterling, because uh, Foden's still injured, uh, and I mean, who else? Uh, and then I think it'll give Jesus a start as well. Uh, so yeah,
0: Mahrez, Jesus, Sterling up front. How are we nice. So I'm thinking that I don't think anybody who has been mentioned there as options to bring on are viable unless they were substituted on in the Spurs game. So I think that Jesus is a viable option, but I don't necessarily think that Bernardo is. And I don't necessarily think that Walker is either. Um, I think we're, if you're going to make a change there, it's going to be someone who was subbed on against Spurs. So who was that? That was Jesus for Sterling. Zinchenko. Was Zinchenko for Mendy.
2: Kimara's. And Kev.
0: Mahrez for Kev. So I think if there's any there that I would make a change for, I'm probably going to say that um, Gundogan won't play and that De Bruyne will. Locking I that think, in? Yeah, I'm going to lock that in. And are you sticking with Walker, James?
2: Yeah, I think he's a... If Sterling could start, no preseason. I think Walker can I think he's a beast.
0: I'll we catch. missed Walker massively, by the way, against mm-hmm. Spurs. oh 100 percent. that, but yeah. if we'd have added his pace there to block a few of that those counter attacks, I think that would have been infinitely. Even better so, off. He, he was on the wrong side of the pitch for that. Like, do you know what I mean? I, I would Mass have said pieces, though. He would have been anywhere. At one point, yeah. we, we were taking corners, and the last man back to to stop a counter attack was Ben Mendy. Jesus Christ. But stop going down
2: that road again. Yeah, it's yeah. Not right, road okay. Again.
0: Uh so, just
2: to
1: just to go over it again, I will get a point amount of points to be determined if I get the full 11. Uh James, you'll get a point if Cancelo doesn't start but Walker does, and Richard you'll get a point if gundo doesn't start and KDB does. Yeah, yeah. I'm yep. good I'm with that.
0: that.
1: Uh and then uh to do with the score and goal scorer, Only the host will now be predicting these going forward. Uh, So I'm going to go 3-1 because, I don't know, it just just feels like we're going to be a bit leaky to start with. Uh, And I'm going to go, based off his pre-season, even though he wasn't great last game, Riyad Mahrez uh, to score one of the goals. Uh, So there you go. That's the new way
0: of doing things. Is your girl Amy Adams going to get the goal for Norwich? Probably. If not, maybe my girl Timu Puki, or the Scottish Phil Foden.
1: We'll see what happens upon Norwich City's arrival. It's an Amy Adams joke. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
2: to explain That's... it really doesn't help, does it?
1: She was in a film called Arrival. <laughs>
0: It's a very good it's film, the by actresses. the way. Watch Arriving it. It's a very movie. good film. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very, very good film.
2: Is that the one about uh, aliens. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite a good It's the one about,
1: it. about where they uh, go to Carroll Road and get a footballer <laughs> to <laughs> decipher a language made by aliens.
0: We just need uh, a clip of Amy Adams screaming, Let's Be Avenue, <laughs> to end <get> the <laughs> podcast on. <laughs> right. That's it for me. I ain't got anything else to
1: say. What about you? No,
2: that's it, mate.
1: Football's well out now. Right, we're back in town. Hopefully weekly. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, but in the meantime, have a great week. I'll see yous
0: again. Sunji Enjoy the bye, match, buddy. anybody who goes, Sunji bye. Sunji bye.